you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Rhett Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. Here with you now is the playoff picture becoming a bit more clear in both the NFC and the AFC as we approach the season finale to what has been the biggest season ever. And to cover all of the wild news, results, and action we have seen over the course of the last few days, let's welcome in a guy who we can affectionately call Internet Sensation. Mike Garofolo here with us now as uh, his video of Jalen Hurts uh, nearly getting swiped by a falling barricade from the FedEx field stands um, is uh, garnering some 7 million views now on social media. Congratulations, Mike Garofolo. Let's start right there with that insane scene because it is one of the videos of the weekend. Like, give us a sense of what was going through your head as you were videoing that. Uh, well, I, when I opened my, because we had him for our one-on-one on the field, and right. um, I just said, "Let me just follow him and get a nice shot from behind of him walking in," because um, he runs in and on home games. He'll run it, but this time I think he wanted to take his time, really savor the moment. Um, and I always miss him on home games. We we usually don't get him. Usually the network that's doing the game gets him for their one-on-one. Right. So, um, but. At the last minute, Fox wanted Rodney McLeod after his interception. So he said, all right, we'll we'll take Jalen for once. So um, as I'm following him, I open my phone and I should have just gone to just record the video. Um, instead, I opened up Instagram and started doing it on there for some reason. I, I don't remember why I did that. Um, but what happens is that splits it up down to 15 right. second pieces so as he was walking, uh, I got to the point where you could see the guys with the cameras kind of jump in front and cut me off. So I just went high with it. And I'm I'm not that tall, but I'm up here at about seven feet or whatever. So I really, like, I could tell something happened, but I really couldn't see it the way that you could see it on the phone. I just held it up there. I said, something's going on here. 
and I could tell, you know, and then I, then I kind of got a view of what was happening. I'm like, wow, he totally, cause he didn't react. I could still see him, but I couldn't see yeah. the people that were falling. And I was like, wow, he just didn't even, and that's part of what, you know, he's so chill and smooth and starts taking uh, pictures with him. He's yeah. He's very stoic. Well, I'm just happy. Everybody's safe from it. I'm happy. Everybody's safe from it. Um, that's crazy. That's crazy stuff right there. That was a real dangerous situation. And I'm just ha- so happy um, everybody bounced back from it. It seemed like it. Um, you know, passion of the Eagles fans. I love it. And, and listen, I mean, it sounds kind of silly, but that's going to be a moment that is going to endear himself to a lot of Eagles fans and a lot of fans around the world because that's what you want. You want your quarterback not to panic or freak out because that's the way you want your quarterback to play football as well. Good that Jalen Hurts is okay because, like, that could have been really ugly too. Is that barricade's falling down? It's not that far from his left knee um, as that thing comes down. So, anyway, glad that everybody's okay. Glad that you captured it all. Uh, appreciate the uh, the behind the scenes on that. Uh, but look, and we'll stick with that game, and then we'll get to the the bigger picture in the NFC here. But the Philadelphia Eagles headed the flipping playoffs here. Um, I guess all because Nick Sirianni planted some seeds and, and they're starting they're starting to grow here. I mean, I know we kind of poke fun at that whole thing and at some of the things he said throughout this year. But fact remains that, you know, he's a rookie head coach that's got his team into the playoffs and they're playing really well. Yeah, he's done a nice job of, um, you know, he, he's kind of an open book. And early in the season, he was talking about how he dragged himself through the mud, I think was the quote after the uh, San Francisco game leading into the, yeah. to the Dallas game. Before we get into game planning Dallas, the amount of time that I spend self-correcting is, is a lot. And I can only say, I mean, you, you just got to believe me. I spend a lot of time self-evaluating myself before I even do anything with the team. So um, <laughs> the amount of time I beat myself up on calls and, and I mean, I drug myself through the mud pretty good this week. And, uh, and, and for, you know, hey, I should have. I mean, there's plays that didn't work. You know, most coaches wouldn't want to admit that um, publicly. I remember Tom Coughlin, but he was very much established by the time he did it. I think it was after the Deshaun Jackson punt return, punt return where he admitted to us that he locked himself in a dark room and just sat there for hours, um, which we thought was funny until we found out it was still funny, but we found out he was actually serious that he really did do that. Um, oh. So most coaches will just tell you like, Hey, you know, roll with the punches, get ready for the next one. Here we go. Like, it's not going to phase me because they don't want their, their team to see that. Um, Nick, kind of an open book earlier this season, and he did the whole drag through the mud thing, and then they got smoked by Dallas, and it was like, does this guy know what he's doing? Because he's kind of, you know, nobody will ever forget the opening press conference when he got the job, so that's oh kind of going to be yeah. the benchmark for. So until you prove that you're not that guy in the opening press conference, you're going to be believed to be that guy. So, um you know, he did a nice job of, you know, figuring out who they are, what they are, what their strengths are. Um, and, and I remember I did a report inside training camp live um, early on where I talked about that opening press conference and the players were texting each other like, well, who did they just hire to be our head coach? Are you kidding me with this guy? But slowly but surely through the offseason, he kind of won their respect. And, um, you know, I said, I don't know, he's, he's ever going to win a Lombardi trophy, but he's probably going to be better than you think he is based on that opening press conference. So it's, it's, it's been a long slog to get here, but Nick Sirianni has proved that he belongs as a head coach. But obviously we're all excited uh, to, to be in this situation. Um, and, you know, the goal is obviously to, 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 to run it out and go, go as far as we can in this thing.
And here they are into the playoffs um, as one of the wild card teams. Obviously, the Dallas Cowboys locking up the NFC East. The Green Bay Packers, Mike, on Sunday night football, locking up the number one seed in the NFC. Jordan Love will come up under center in the victory formation. Drops down to a knee, and that'll do it. The Green Bay Packers beat the Minnesota Vikings 37-10. The Packers finish off an 8-0 season here at Lambeau Field, and they have the number one seed in the NFC. The NFC's road to the Super Bowl will run right through Lambeau Field. And look... This is a place they've been before, obviously, and Matt LaFleur has done a phenomenal job in his three years now as their head coach. And this year, look, look, I think we all understand the caveat that he's dealing with. a He's got a Hall of Fame quarterback, um, but that did not come without some controversy and without some anxiety. Obviously, is the storyline of this offseason, whether Rodgers was going to play. He played, but they have been playing without some key pieces on that team for a majority of this year. David Bakhtiari, who hasn't played, Zedarius Smith, and Jair Alexander. Um what do you make of the coaching job that Matt LaFleur has done? Uh, and he kind of doesn't feel like he gets as much respect in some of those coach of the year type conversations. Um, and here he's, you know, he's had the Packers in the NFC championship game for two years in a row and now into the number one seed in the NFC again. He should. And I, I don't remember who it was, but I was talking to somebody uh, the other day who kind of said like, well, he's got Aaron Rodgers," And it's like, okay, yeah. so did Mike McCarthy in his last year. Um I don't know why he's not getting enough respect because to be a head coach is more than just the, the X's and O's, certainly um, having to navigate all this stuff and all the, the drama uh, and keeping Aaron on his side. I mean, that's the, I think that's the biggest uh, factor here because we know how Rogers felt toward the front office. He still needed to have something that he still felt good about in green Bay. And he always did with Matt LaFleur. So I think that that was uh, a big part of allowing him to reset and come back and, um, play the season, be successful, and now have an improved relationship with the front office, which LaFleur is kind of the in-between for that or has been the in-between for that. Yeah. Um, so I think that part of it is big. Um, you talked about those key pieces. Um, you saw Zadarius Smith back on the sideline the other day. I, I did a sweeping report uh, on Saturday. I kind of mentioned that he had been away from the, the team for a while. Um, right. He had been, and um, to the point where like players hadn't, we're checking with each other. Have you heard from Zadarius? I haven't heard from where, where is he? Like, you know, really kind of was away doing his own thing. Yeah. And you saw him with a mask on the sideline during the game because he's almost fully vaccinated. It's two weeks after, you know, his last shot. So he's he's almost there, um, which is why he still had to wear the mask. But he'll now be. But when he was away, every time he came back, it would be a five day onboarding process to get back in. So, and I don't know the, the finer details of it, but I, I, you know, if he tested for two days and it was like, oh, I forget, I got to go back out of town, yeah. start the clock all over again. So that's part of the reason that he was away as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're hopeful he's going to be back. They're hopeful Alexander. Alexander's a little shaky. I mean, my understanding was he's going to try it. Doesn't feel great about the shoulder. See if he can play through it. Uh, he's going to need surgery. It sounds like at some point, but can you just make it through the postseason? Uh, and then Bakhtiari, who I think part of it for him, I know part of it has been, can he trust that that knee, you know? Yeah. And he had to have a cleanup procedure to help him feel better. But I know that there was a physical and mental component to this that he's trying to work his way through. And we'll see if all three can get there because, you know, in the NFL, cornerback, left tackle, pass rusher, outside of quarterback, it doesn't get much more important than those spots right there. 
No, you're absolutely right. And they've been without two of the three pieces to that whole puzzle here for uh, much of this year. And uh, still, though, undefeated 8-0 at home this year at Lambeau Field. They've won five straight games since that loss to Minnesota, averaging over 34 points a game in that span and have really taken their game to another level. Rodgers, Devontae Smith or Devontae Adams, rather, uh, as as good as it gets QB to wide receiver. One QB to wide receiver connection we will not be seeing for the rest of this year is Tom Brady to Antonio Brown. What Why not? in the world happened with Antonio Brown? We dig into that right after this with Mike Careful. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We're back on NFL Inside Report. Mike Garofolo, our colleague here, uh, is back with us. And Mike, I mean, look, if you want to start off the Twitter thread with the strangest things you've ever seen on a football field. Well, Gene, you got a big third down coming up, and we have an incident down here with Antonio Brown. He is upset about something, Gene, and I've never seen this. He has taken his uniform, his shoulder pads off, and he has run to the Buccaneer locker room. So we'll get you an update. He's not hurt. He has decided to run to the locker room on his own. Wow. 
like what we saw in the Meadowlands at MetLife with Antonio Brown walking off the jumping jack off the field, essentially taking off his his clothes and throwing them into the stands as he exited the field in the middle of a Bucks offensive possession while they were down 14 points is absolute, um, you know, craziness there. I mean, I know Ian's had some reports on that here this morning. What's your understanding of the whole situation with A.B. and the Bucks? Ian's catching some heat on that one from some folks who, you know, hmm. yeah. But I'm I'm okay with that because I gave him the info last night. He went with it without including me in in the report. Um, and I said I, I screamed at him. He's like, "But there, I'm getting blowback for it." So I was like, "Well, fine, thank you for leaving." Sorry me to out say you did you a favor. Yeah, yeah. But I told him I was like, "Dude, the ankle is an issue here. Here's how it was explained to me." And now here's. I, here's your behind the scenes reporting stuff that you love. For the um, somebody said to me, he's going to release a rap album, rap album. Okay. He's going to release album. called from the pit to the palace. Right. That's what he was telling people in the hours after, I guess it was minutes after the whole thing happened. Um, and I said, that's so re- I can't report that. Cause if I report that and then he never does it like, you know, I, I, I I didn't realize the thing was recorded already. So right. I said, I can't report that because a, it's ridiculous, right? Like I'm going to be laughed at My, me. I'm yeah. like, and then B, if it never happens, I'm be, you know, I'll be that guy. Remember that guy reported to the rap album. And then the guy drops it like a half an hour later. And I was like, Oh my God, you were and the way it was. Somebody said it was going to be called from the pit to the palace. I think it was from the pit, not the palace or something, whatever it was. Okay. I was like, Oh my God. God, you got the details right. And this person, by the way, also told me that he was driven by police to um, the Newark Airport and he was dropped off there. Now, there's reports that police uh, declined to drive him because he had a shirt off or something. That's not true. He was transported to Newark Airport. And then that driver guy who was on Instagram, well, saying he picked him up at the stadium. That's not true. If he picked him up anywhere, he picked him up at Newark Airport. Because I can tell you, the cops took him to Newark Airport um, and dropped him off there. I know that to be a 100% fact. So, And I was waiting for the tweets of Antonio Brown's on my flight. Antonio Brown's at the counter trying right. to buy a ticket. I, he Never was there, him. and he decided, I guess, to stay in New York and stay with that driver guy who is certainly getting his uh, 15 minutes of fame out of this one, huh? <laughs> So what do you think the conversation's like when a shirtless Antonio Brown shows up to a police vehicle and says, <laughs> no, he was, dressed. Sir? He, but he was, oh, dressed he, he did get point. dressed. Okay. He was dressed at that right. point. Right. Cause I asked right. about that. I, and I, there was a yeah. lot. Cause when the stories came out last night that the cops refused to drive him, I doubled back and everybody was like, no, he, I, I, my sources said, no, he got in the car and he was driven by police to Newark airport. He was dressed at the time. So that story is just, I don't know where that story came from, but it's off on a number of levels. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. But there was, there was an ankle component to it. Yep. And I think, look, the, the story that Bruce Arians told Jay Glazer and then um, the Bucks told people off the record, I believe was that Arians told him he's got to go back in the game. And he said, No, and they said, all right, you're out of here. But I think there was kind of a back and forth. My understanding also, my sources have been on, when you get the pit to the palace right, I got reason to believe everything else is right. Okay, Absolutely. So my understanding is he was upset. He's even upset with Brady. He was even upset with Brady. that Like, Brady's not getting me the football enough. Like, I got these incentives, and I I want the ball more. And and, and then whoever he was talking to, whether it was B.A. or the the coaches or whoever, 
he was saying to them, I'm not right. My ankle's not right. And that they were saying, well, if your ankle's not right, then get out of there. No, I want to go. And then he, then he wouldn't go back. So there was this element of like, is he going in? Is he not going in? I, I know you said yesterday that, uh, you know, the perception is that AB Antonio Brown quit. We still saw him walk off the field, but he wouldn't go in the game because he was injured. And now he's no longer part of the team. Can you can you fire a player if he won't go because he's injured? I don't know that he was. Did he did he say that he was, or was there a dispute no. about that? No. He just refused to go in, or can you tell us more about it? Not really. I mean, it, what happened is pretty obvious. What happened? So, uh, you know, he left the field, and that was it. Bruce, just to clarify on AB, so so you didn't tell him to leave. He left completely on his own in this thing yesterday. We had a conversation and he left the field, yeah. At some point for Arians to say, I was saying, go back in, I'm sure that that was part of it at some point. So, I don't know. To Trying to piece this all together, like, you know, my wife was asking me last night, well, why did he do it? I, I mean... Because- He's a little off, right? And I, I don't mean yeah. to say that flippantly. I mean, there's definitely – listen, I, I hope – because I had a conversation with one of our colleagues, a former player, I won't say who, but called me last night and was like, this better not end badly for this guy. The mental health thing is one thing, and look, we, we have to take that seriously, like, you know, obviously. But, like, there's a history of transgressions with teammates and organizations and getting sideways with certain issues here – that has to be tracked, right? I mean, it's it's not like this is the first time this has happened. You're like, oh my god, like yeah, you know, there's a there's a break here, something. Yeah, not right. Well, you know? there's a there's a, you know, I'm somewhere between sympathy and like enough, right? I mean, how many chances right. do right. you get? And and I think that's know. fair. I think there's a sympathetic element to it, and I think there's like a just like this is where we are element to it, you know, yeah. as well. I mean, you know, he's had enough uh, for for the Steelers organization, which is one of the better ones in the league uh, with regard to, you know, and and, uh, some people will say, well, their contracts, you know, as far as, you know, an atmosphere where things are done in the right way a lot of times. And and certainly Mike Tomlin, I mean, for Tomlin to be able to to handle Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell at the same time was was really impressive. Um at some point when you're not embracing Tom Brady had him living in his house, right? He had him as as a guest in his house when nobody else wanted him. Um, At some point you've got to reach out and stop slapping away the hands that are trying to help you. Brady was very kind to him after the game. Obviously a a difficult situation. And, um, you know, I think we all want, you know, him to, to, you know, just, I think everybody should find, uh, you know, hopefully do what they can to help him in ways that, that, you know, he really needs it. And, um, you know, we all love him. We care about him deeply. Um, you know, we want to see him be at his best and, you know, unfortunately won't be with our team. You know, and, and said he hopes that, you know, he, he, he has everything he needs to, you know, to, to figure out what's going on in his life and, uh, and to move forward from here. I thought it was um, in a, you know, like after the game, kind of heat of the moment type of situation and Brady pretty composed and answering a question, as you would expect. Yeah. And I don't know that he expressed, scenarios. I don't know that he expressed toward Brady himself or that Brady was aware of what the he anger, was saying. I just yeah. know he was telling yeah. people, he was yeah. telling people after, 
that like even Brady's holding me back and, you know, Gronk's his boy and Gronk's the one getting paid 10 million and, and I've got 1 million and I've got to earn the rest of it. And it's like, well, but there's a reason for that, right? There's a right. reason that you have to earn it because of stuff like this. I mean, right. And, and the other thing is nobody else was really tripping all over themselves to give you the chance to earn up to yeah. 4 million or 5 million or whatever it was. Um, so it's, it's, you know, I, I hope I hope nothing. I hope he's okay. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it seems like football's gone for him, right? So now, yeah, a lot of guys, the average player who doesn't have these theatrics and drama around him, now has to transition into a life without football, and it's tough for that person. Somebody like Antonio yeah. Brown. I mean that that might be that might be tougher here. I, I just I, I don't I don't know that he's got a media role waiting for him. I mean. Uh, let's look at, uh, finish this out with two very different head coaching vacancy interim head coach situations, uh, with the Las Vegas Raiders and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's start with the Las Vegas Raiders who with Rich Basaccia taking over in an impossible situation with Vegas and all of the stuff that they have dealt with this year, which has been, um, magnitudinal, if that's a word, um, it's been pretty heavy has them with a win and in in week 18. Yeah. Are you getting any any sense that I, look I know Mike Mayock loves Rich Passaccia, but are you getting any sense that if this thing works out they get themselves into the postseason that this is a structure that might work moving forward in Vegas? Yeah. And by the way, more drama as we're recording this. Nate oh, Hobbs arrested. Yeah. Nate Hobbs arrested for for DUI the the, the standout. Oh uh, my young gosh, he's been one of their best players. Uh yeah, and On defense. Uh, was asleep in the car, apparently, um, oh. which is now going to lead to, um, you know, questions about a team in Vegas. Right now, it's not to say that they don't have alcohol elsewhere. Right. But this no. is now the second incident. Thankfully, yeah. thankfully, Nobody's nowhere fine. near what happened with Henry Ruggs. Um, but a DUI with that easily could have resulted in, in something. Um, so now. They got that another one on top of all this with this. If they win and make the playoffs with this, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I, I do get a sense that he's got a job, uh, a shot at the job. Now, I'll say this too. Um, a lot of times you will hear about assistant coaches in the NFL. Oh, this guy's great. He should be a head coach. And a lot of times they're special teams coaches, right? Cause those are the guys that don't get the shot or defensive coaches, maybe, or maybe like offensive line coaches, right? These are the guys you hear it all the time. This guy would be a great head coach. And then the guy gets his opportunity as an interim and he falls flat right yeah. now in, to be fair to those individuals, um, usually you're, that's a bad team, right? This was a good team. That Passaccia took over, not because the previous head coach stunk, but because we know why with John Gruden. So that being said, I, I actually I remember I was texting with somebody today or I was co- talking to somebody today who said, remember, you texted early in the season. Like, we're going to say to ourselves, huh, remember when the Raiders were atop the division and like, you know, five yeah. and 12 or whatever it is. Yeah. I said, I take that one back. I take it back. And all credit to Rich Passaccia here. We'd like to think that we're a team that um, cares about each other. Um, we're a team that um, knows what to do and does what we know. And then we're a team that's going to compete with relentless effort um, from start to finish. So yeah. I, I, here's the other thing, too. If you allow him to remain as your head coach, um, what you could do, and you, you really, you're going to have to give him a long-term deal, but you could do it as four years or whatever, right? It allows you to let May- Mike Mayock continue. It allows yep. you to let Derek Carr continue. 
and just kind of ride this out a little bit more, right? So you could say, we don't know about Passaccia. Is this a fluke? Is this a flash in the pan? Can he continue this? Because remember Romeo Cornell got himself a job because he did so well as an interim um, and then just didn't do well as a head coach. It was like, oh, we got fooled by that short stint as an interim coach. Um, With this one, I I would say you can kind of sort – you got a GM who doesn't have his head coach anymore. You got a quarterback that – we're right at the end of like we we either got to extend them or 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 decide this to move game on. is huge for him. This yeah. game is huge for him, and, for and I give him credit too for allowing yeah. this to stay afloat. You know, he's never yeah. he's never really had all the bullets in the chamber for him. It's just it's yeah. been one thing after another. You know, when when they were at their best, he broke his ankle, and then he comes back from That's that, right. and the coaching change and moving from Oakland to Vegas and just been so many things. Derek Carr's never really had a, a clear runway to really, you know, make a statement about who he is as a franchise quarterback. So to have him still afloat here, I'm just saying like, you can keep Passaccia, let him keep rolling. Let's see how this goes. Let's keep the GM, see how this goes. Let's keep right. the quarterback, see how this goes rather than like, let's just clean it all up and start anew at all those uh, play, right. uh, places. And let's see, you know, if the autonomy, if if Mike Mayock now has the autonomy, maybe more so than he did before, to really shape this team in the way that that he wants with John Gruden gone, you know, I'll see how that works out as well. So perhaps that's why they're slow playing the interview process while the Jacksonville Jaguars have kind of been fast and yeah. furious, uh, right, Meg? I mean, obviously the, the the chances for the postseason have been long gone for Jacksonville. Well, yeah, and that's, that's understandable. That's the thing. You don't. Even even if they've decided, like, we're not keeping Bisaccia, we're going to do – first of all, they have to do a full coaching search because he's not a minority candidate, so they have to go right. through all that. So they're going to have to do it. But why do it while we're still potentially still in, in the playoffs here? Yeah, Understood. And so then for Jacksonville, um, they've placed a lot of requests, some of which uh, have been honored, some of which will be soon, right? Kellen Moore has been a part of this, Nathaniel Hackett. They've already interviewed Doug Peterson. Jim Caldwell has been on the Dan radar Graham. too, right? Dan Quinn, um, and is Dan going to do the interview before the season, or is he going to um, you know? No, well, uh, it, it would be, yeah, it, it would Zoom be in the postseason. Yeah, it would be in the postseason if 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 he does it. I it just the, the initial reaction was, oh, Dan Quinn doesn't want to work with Trent Baalke. That's not the the impression that I got. It's oh, just, right. you know, Dan Quinn's not a fan of the new rule, which is kind of weird, right? Like to get a jump on this head coaching thing, which you know. Usually you got your idea of who your couple of candidates are. It's not like, well, we don't have time to interview everybody, you know? Right, right. And so last one on the on the chances here, because I know you know Doug Peterson well from your time covering the Eagles and spending a lot of time there. Um, he wants to coach this next season. Is that is is that a fact? Um, yes. Okay. And so you, I would imagine that he gets, you know, as more jobs come open, he's going to get more than just this this Jacksonville interview. Is the, is the picture or the – the feeling on Doug Peterson still pretty high uh, amongst amongst you know NFL owners and decision makers here amongst the uh, amongst the Eagles, yeah, like they're 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 I've heard from them right when I when I did yeah. the whole thing with Doug and you know yeah. I said I wouldn't be surprised if he's in in there on, on Jacksonville. I heard from people in Philly inside the building that were like. How, you know, first of all, how's Doug doing? We saw you talk to yeah. him. How's he doing? Love that guy. You know, hopefully the year off allowed him to reset in a lot of ways and, um, you know, let anybody know who reaches out to you with a job opening, they can call us. We'll, we'll, you don't have to look at it like, well, we're not going to call Philly because it'll be all negative. No, it's going to be a lot of positive. Um, yeah. It came down to, to Doug Peterson versus Jeffrey Lurie. It really did. 
Yeah. You know, I, I thought Howie Roseman caught a little bit of heat for, well, how could you let him? Like, Jeffrey Lurie was the one that demanded changes to the coaching staff, which Doug Peterson did not want to do. Um, and, you know, it's, it's not like Roseman could have sat there and said, Jeffrey, you're crazy. Like, stop. You know, Jeffrey Lurie is a guy who's dead set in when he gets involved in things, having his input because he owns the damn place. Yeah, it is what it is. And so, you know, if you called down there and you spoke to uh, people in the building, if you spoke, I'm, I'm sure, to Howie or you spoke to uh, some of the other uh, folks inside the building who are still there, who, who interacted with Peterson on a day to day basis, they, you know, they'd have positive things to say about him. So, yeah, it's it, it, he's still thought of as a guy that can come in. And, and I think Jacksonville after Philly. I mean, there's no other pressure cooker, not even New York. There's no other pressure cooker in the league like Philly. Yeah. To go to Jacksonville would be like, ah, <laughs> running through an open field for Doug, you know? Right. right. Uh, well, Mike, uh, appreciate your insights as always, man. Uh, great information. And, uh, you know, just a little quicker on that uh, camera app instead of the Instagram app next time. All right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, well, I mean, if you record it on your camera, you could always upload it to Instagram. If you That's upload the it to Instagram, the world is your oyster at that point. It's kind of yeah. stuck there. So I don't, yeah, yeah, don't know why I really panicked and did that. But <laughs> I, part of me, I think, I wanted to sabotage it to say, "Hey, you want to steal my video? Go try go around these captions. Deal with my captions." Yeah, that's good. Good on you, Mike. Have a good one, bud. Thanks, man. All right, Rhett. thank you, buddy. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. And that's going to do it for this episode of NFL Inside Report. We're back with you. Two more episodes this week. James Palmer is going to join us in our next episode, which will be available for you on Wednesday, where we again dig into the growing legend of Joe Burrow and what it means when we call him a chameleon. That coming up in our next episode. A reminder to rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, on iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your pods. We greatly appreciate it. For producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parachka, I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you next time. 
NFL Inside Report is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more official podcasts from the NFL, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.